It's Monday morning, August 22nd, 2022. My name is Mike. I'm your host. This is the FBTV podcast. We get together normally a couple of times a week. Last week, we were kind of in a hiatus. We had a tragedy in our family last week we had to take care of. But uh, now we're back. Going to be a schedule change. Not sure exactly how the schedule is going to change. If you've been looking forward to the podcast on Wednesday and Saturdays, well, here's one on Monday. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not sure. We're not sure exactly how the schedule is changing. I think maybe uh, the podcast is going to be Monday and Thursday. Still going to put videos up on YouTube. But it's, 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 we're trying to work it out. Just uh, bear with us and, you know, keep telling your friends about the podcast. We haven't gone away. Just took a, had to take a break there for a week. Uh, keep in mind, if you got any questions, we've been doing question and answer days on Saturday. Those are going to be ongoing, but just not on Saturdays. It can happen at any time during a uh, podcast. So if you've got a question, we've got an answer. And uh, quite often, you're going to find the video for that answer on our YouTube channel, as well as uh, other topics as well. If you got any questions, though, you can send them to us or to me at uh, fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. Go to our website, freightbrokertv.com, and you can even Skype them to us. Using your Skype app, just do a search for FBTV. Look for our logo. If you've been to our website, you know what the logo looks like. FBTV, find us, and you can uh, message us your question. You could even phone it in, leave a voicemail if you wish. Keep in mind, though, if you leave a voicemail, there's a real good chance that uh, you're going to hear yourself on the uh, on an upcoming podcast. So whatever floats your boat. Okay, August 22nd, 2022. Today is Eat a Peach Day. It's Tooth Fairy Day. They're celebrating that in Washington, I'm sure. <laughs> I shouldn't be that way. Shame on me. I mean, the fuel prices are coming down, right? <laughs> Inflation's not as bad as it was 10 days ago. I don't know. But I know Washington's taking credit. <laughs> it was Putin's fault before, but now they're taking credit. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. It don't matter. That's just politics, right? And it is Take Your Cat to the Vet Day. I had cats. I had one cat live to be like 17 years old, almost 18. I had another cat live to be 15 years old. And I don't know how they know it. You've seen the videos on YouTube where, you know, the dogs or animals know when you say, hey, we're going to the vet, they freak. It's like they know that word, we're going to the vet, vet. <laughs> Our, my cats, boy, they 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 hated going to the vet. Yeah, all animals do. I think for a cat, going to the vet is the equivalent of a human having to go to the dentist. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, it is what it is. Fuel prices. Uh, it's Monday. EIA will be releasing their fuel prices. Last week, though, diesel was four ninety one uh, per gallon, down eight cents from the uh, week before. Gasoline was three ninety four, down ten cents from uh, the week before. This is a week ago. EIA will be releasing the new numbers today. Uh, obviously, they haven't released them yet, so that's why we're talking about the numbers from last week. But fuel prices were down, right? That's a good thing. 
Now, we also take a look at the AAA. AAA, they have a website that tells you the cost of diesel, the cost of gasoline, all grades, daily. Daily. The EIA does it weekly. AAA does it daily. And generally, with gasoline, I've talked about this before in the past, with gasoline... The AAA and the EIA are pretty much on the same page, just maybe a couple of couple of pennies apart. But when it comes to diesel, forget it. The EIA generally is way more than the uh, EIA diesel prices, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, according to AAA, diesel right now average four ninety eight per gallon, gasoline three ninety per gallon. Now that's the uh, regular. Unleaded. It's not the 85. It's the regular. We don't pay attention to that E85 stuff. You don't want to burn that anyway. All right. Today's topic. Seen this a lot lately floating around the Internet. People talking about, hey, the dispatcher says the truck ready, but nah, not so much. We're going to be talking about that today. So you're looking for a truck. The load needs to go today. The dispatcher's told you, hey, the truck's ready. He could be over there in just a little bit. Next thing you know, it's three hours later, no truck. No truck. I understand this from the trucking company side. I understand the worry from the broker side. We're going to be talking about that today. All right, today's impossible question. A study found we do this almost 29,000 times a day. What is it? We do this almost 29,000 times a day. What is it? Lost my pen. There, I've, I've got it now. <laughs> 20, 20, what is it we do 29,000 times a day? Inhale, exhale. I don't know. The answer, I don't think, is going to be too much of a surprise to you, though. Anyway, we'll get to that uh, here in a little bit. Looking at spot rates from last week, uh, or well, the week before, uh, van was uh, down 0.5%, flatbed down 2.1%, refrigerated freight down 0.5%, spot rates uh, August to July comparison. Uh, van rates are down $0.09 cents per mile, down to 256 per mile on average. Flatbed down $0.18 cents per mile, down to 312 per average. Refrigerated down $0.07 cents per mile, down to 293 Now, these are spot rates from last week. Uh, here in a couple of days, we'll have uh, some new numbers for you. And be able to talk to you about that. Trucking news. Colorado chain law goes into effect next month, which is only a few days from now. September. Trekkers traveling through some parts of Colorado need to have chains on board in order to avoid a fine. The Colorado DOT requires that commercial vehicle drivers with a... Uh, GCWR, GBWR of 16,001 pounds or more traveling on I-70 between mile marker 133 and 259 requires them to carry sufficient chains from September 1 through May 31st each year. They go on to say chains are not required for trailers, only for trucks, according to Colorado law. 
And here's the biggie. The fine for not carrying change, not having them on your truck. On I-70 between those mile markers, 133 and 259 from September 1 to May 31st is $50 plus a $17 surcharge. I don't get the surcharge, do you? The fine for not chaining up when the chain law is in effect is $500 plus, yes, a surcharge, $79 surcharge. The fine for blocking a highway as a result of not chaining up is $1,000 plus a $157 surcharge, according to the Colorado DOT. What's that surcharge about? I'm going to have to check into that. I've never heard of getting a ticket. Plus, here's your ticket. Bet there's a surcharge added to it, like a gratuity. <laughs> I don't have a clue. I don't have a clue. Makes no sense. But, hey, Colorado. I, uh, when I was driving, I was, where was I? I was up in Washington State. And what had happened, I was, I was not supposed to be up there. Uh, I believe their chain law goes into effect uh, either November 1st, October 1st, something like that. And I was up there the last day of the previous month of whenever their chain law went into effect, and we got delayed. I couldn't get out like we were expecting to, and I had no chains on the truck, and I got inspected. But the uh, DOT officer gave me a break. He could have he could have socked it to me because I didn't have any chains on the truck, but he didn't. Uh, he understood that hey you know hey you got caught up here you, you weren't supposed to be here. No, I wasn't. You know honestly I was supposed to pick up a load and be gone way before the first. And I I, I can't remember what happened. The load wasn't ready. Something something delayed everything. I was picking up some apples up in. Uh, Yakima? That don't sound right. I don't remember now, but I remember where those uh, apples went. Had a truck, truckload of apples that went somewhere in New Jersey. And I backed up to the dock in New Jersey. They unloaded the apples, and I got redispatched from that same location. But this time, I was picking up gallon jugs of apple juice <laughs> taking it back to Washington. Can you believe that? I've had some weird loads like that. Uh, like Rubbermaid. Picked up a load of Rubbermaid down in Greenville, Texas. And I took it up to Ohio. Worcester, Ohio. I think it was where it went. The Rubbermaid plant up there. And everything went as planned. And a, uh, a couple of weeks later, I got dispatched at, uh, to pick up a load in Worcester, Ohio, going back to Greenville, Texas. It was the same load. The door had not even been open, but it was the same trailer, same load, same everything, going right back to Greenville. I guess they were warehousing it. It's, you know, I've heard a thousand reasons for them doing that, and uh, really none of it makes sense, but it is what it is. I, it does to them, I'm sure. Just as a loadly truck driver, it didn't make no sense to me. Seems like just leave it in Greenville. Do you need it? Anyway, it is what it is, right? IRS. Yes, our friends at the IRS. How many How many more people they wanted to hire? 80 some odd thousand? But they're not coming after the little guy. Sure. You need 80,000? Are, are there that many big guys out there that you need 80,000 agents? I don't think. Sounds like, a, sounds like an army, don't it? 
Anyway, the IRS wants to remind truckers about August 31st. That's your uh, 2290 deadline. you got to have that done. Uh, what is it? Uh, 550 bucks, something like that. 2290 heavy highway use tax due on August 31st for vehicles first used in July 2022. The IRS encourages truckers to e-file the form. So now you know. Don't forget to do that. All right. To uh, uh, today's uh, impossible question, we talked about that a little bit ago. But so you remember, a study f- found we do this almost twenty-nine thousand times a year. What is it? You probably got it figured out. That's not too easy, or that's not too tough. This weekend, did you go to the movies? AMC Theaters did something kind of sort of cool over the weekend. Grease, $5 ticket. Go to the movies for 5 bucks for Grease, anyway. That was in honor, obviously, of Olivia Newton-John. $1 from each ticket sale going towards breast cancer research. Uh, you know, no matter what you think of that, or the theaters, or Hollywood, that that's pretty cool deal. Pretty cool. It was such a hit in the United Kingdom that McDonald's is bringing over the, are you, wait for it, Chicken Big Mac. I'm going to test it out first in the Miami market, go from there. So be looking for a Chicken Big Mac coming to your local McDonald's soon. Okay, I'm only going to talk about this because it's already out there. A rumor, we've heard about Tom Brady, if you've been keeping up with this, taking off from preseason games. (laughs) Well, the rumor is he's uh, taking off from preseason games so he can be part of the masked singer. And that's it. If you like that show, hey, power to you. I think that's, I haven't watched it. I, I watched one clip. Willie Robertson, you know, from Duck Dynasty, Duck Call guys. And only watched it simply because I I, uh, pay attention to their podcast and I saw a clip on YouTube. And I thought, come on. Is is this where we are now? (laughs) The masked singer? If you're into that sort of thing, cool. Just like I, I don't get in too much to reality shows like Big Brother or Survivor. Yeah, first season, yeah. But, uh, nah, not anymore. Just, it just, it, why people would want to sign up, it's like this. You know, if the phone rings, you answer it. Hi, I'm so-and-so so-and-so with the uh, Phil, uh, Dr. Phil show. That's the time to hang the phone up. It's not a time to have a conversation. Just, hey, no thank you, hang up. <laughs> you know you know, yeah, we're with the Dr. Phil show. No, thank you. See you, bye. You know, you, you know it can't be anything good if they're calling you, right? Anyway, people do it, though. People do it. They want their 15 minutes, I guess. Believe me, 15 minutes isn't all it's cracked up to be 99.9% of the time, but it is what it is. <clears throat> Just like the Hollywood wives and NBA wives, and that's weird to me, but, <laughs> you know. Ask anybody that knows me, and they'll tell you I'm kind of uh, on the weird side when it comes to stuff like that. The Big Ten struck a massive new seven-year contract with Fox, CBS, and NBC worth up to 
around $7.5 billion. That's billion with a B. Jeez. All right, let's go back a little bit. Remember how Starbucks pulled out of Russia? The Ukraine, Russia. Starbucks pulled out. Well, they're back. Well, at least those coffee shops have reopened. They got a new name. But the logo looks the same. Or pretty similar, anyway. Instead of Starbucks, now they're calling it Stars Coffee. I think they're trying to pull a little switcheroo there. I'm trying to make it look good for what they're talking about in other countries. I don't know. All right, let's talk about uh, the topic of the day. You are a freight broker. You found a truck to move the load. You talk to the dispatcher, and the dispatcher says, Yeah, my truck's ready. You can head that way. A couple hours later, no truck. Four hours later, no truck. You call the dispatcher. Now you start getting the runaround. The dispatcher is saying the truck is ready, but eh, not so much. A lot of brokers, you know, I'm seeing this more and more in forums and YouTube and people talking about it. What to do about this issue? Why do dispatchers say the truck is ready? Well, I get it from the trucker side because they want to secure the load because the load you have works for their truck. Why are they lying because they're scared they're not they're going to lose the load and they need the load. You see what I mean? Now, I would say it's very rare that the trucking company really doesn't want the load. We'll get into that a little bit in a moment. I think they want the load. The truck is maybe getting unloaded, maybe uh, getting ready to unload. They know that truck's going to be unloaded that day. They're trying to pre-plan. That's all they're trying to do. But they're telling you, the broker, that the truck's ready. Why would they tell you that? Why would they lie to you? It's, uh, and we, we pretty much cover that. They, they want the load. It works for the truck. So if you're a dispatcher, and, and sometimes I, I think a lot of the concern here is actually the broker feels like they're dealing with the dispatch service. They're not actually dealing with the trucking company's dispatcher. And the dispatch service is saying what they want to just to be able to get the load so they can essentially legally double broker it to one of their contracted carriers. I see that how that can be a concern. Now you say, how can, what do you mean illegally or legally double broker? Well, because a dispatch service, they are out here working directly with a trucking company under contract, independent contractor for a trucking company to act as an agent for that trucking company. In other words, a dispatcher, an independent dispatcher for that trucking company. And they're going to get anywhere, I don't know, 5 10% on up, somewhere in that ballpark. For every load the trucking company takes from that dispatch service. These dispatch services, you've heard me talk about this before, they're not going out here. 
they're really not going out here and finding their own customers. They're using the load boards. They're getting loads off the load board, and we know that probably 99.9% of the loads on the load board are placed there by freight brokers. Yeah, there are some shippers, and that's that's a story for another day, too, that use the load boards. And I'll just tell you right now, if you're, you've got a customer and they use the load boards to post their available loads, quit working with that customer. What's wrong with you? You can't pay more than they can. Real quick, I had a customer do that to me. I caught them doing it. They didn't know they were doing anything wrong. And uh, I called him. I told him, hey, I see you're using the load board to uh, post your loads and, you know, find trucks to move your loads. Yeah, yeah, we got to, you know, every tool available. Yeah, well, you're not going to be able to use us anymore. As, you know, we, we can't help you. Well, why? Why can't, you know, why won't brokers work with me if I'm using the load board? I go, that's one of our tools. There's no way we can pay more to a truck than you can. You're forcing us to be in competition with you, and there's no way we're going to win. Once they connected the dots and they saw the error in their ways, yeah, they quit doing it. And they were really apologetic. <laughs> but anyway, neither here nor there. But anyway, that's, that's kind of, you know, if you're a trucking company and you're the dispatcher, you know your equipment, you know your truck, you know your driver, you know what's going on. Maybe something happened. Maybe there was a problem when they were unloading the truck and the unload didn't go as expected and there's been a delay. could be something that simple. So what do you do? What do you do? Communication is the name of the game. And this is going to be, this is going to be more directed to dispatchers of a trucking company, even dispatchers that have a dispatch service. Okay. Be honest. Be upfront. Hey, my truck's getting empty. It'll be available in an hour or so, but I like to take the load. We'd like to have that. Most brokers are going to be thrilled as long as you do what you're supposed to do and pick up the load. Now, there are some trucking companies, and this is what I was referring to a moment ago. There are some trucking companies out there that will go out and take five, six, seven, or eight, nine loads for the same truck. And when it's all said and done, they'll decide which load they actually want to pick up. But they'll never tell the other brokers. You know, the other nine brokers that they took loads from, they're not going to call them and say, hey, we're not going to take your load. This is very important for a broker. If you're a broker, <clears throat> a trucking company takes your loads, you need to be in constant contact with that trucking company until they pick up the load. We had a load come through Tautoa Logistics here a while back. Pretty easy load, flatbed load, just uh, some pallets on a flatbed. Not a big deal. The driver did not call when he was loaded, did not call when he was empty. Trucking company kind of blew it off. Yes, there could have been a fine, but everything went as according to plan, and we were able to call the trucking company ourselves to ensure the load was picked up and delivered as it was supposed to be. So everything went without a hitch, just the driver did not think it was important, apparently. Or the dispatcher for that trucking company didn't tell the driver. Either way, uh, 
you know, this is business people. You got to communicate. As a freight broker, trucking company, dispatch service, it doesn't matter, dispatcher, communication is the name of the game. You've got to communicate. It's what makes the wheels go round, pardon the pun. Anyway, hope that makes some sense. Girl Scouts have introduced a new raspberry cookie. I like Girl Scout cookies. My my, I, you know, I've always been a fan of the Thin Mints, and uh, the uh, my wife likes the coconut. What are they called? I can't remember them. They're pretty good though. Chocolatey coconut, kind of look like a donut. Then anyway, but I'm sorry, I can't afford to take out a loan for Girl Scout cookies anymore. Have you noticed that Girl Scout cookies? Man, when I was a kid, no kidding, the box was probably as large as my keyboard. Today, it's about the size of my number pad. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the prices, holy cow, man. Does it really take that much money? Hey, I know we're helping out a good cause. But come on. Really? I mean, cookies at the store are, you know, pretty expensive too. I mean, $5 for Oreos if not more. Anyway, uh, Raspberry Cookie is inspired by their Thin Mints. It's being called a sister cookie to the Thin Mints. Makes me want to uh, grab a box, but I, I, just can't, can't, I just can't justify spending that much money. We were talking about Starbucks in Russia. Someone is suing Starbucks, saying their refreshers don't contain enough fruit. <laughs> the lawsuit says that instead of fruit, they're just packed with sugar and white grape juice concentrates. Then somebody tried to sue McDonald's a while back, years ago maybe, but their chicken McNuggets not really being chicken or having enough chicken. We went to, we had to go out of town last week uh, due to the uh, tragedy that hit our family. And no kidding, I had to eat at McDonald's a couple of times. And I, I, I just don't eat at McDonald's anymore. I know a lot of people do in there. That's fine if you want to do that. I just don't. But uh, it was not how I remembered it at all. It was pretty sad. Matter of fact... Uh, we stopped at one of the travel plazas. Where was it? Up in Kansas? Maybe I don't remember. No, no uniforms. I mean, some of the people that were working behind the counter looked like they just crawled out from under a car. You know, they were changing oil or something. I'm like, holy cow! But the food was just awful, man. Just terrible. Not like I remembered it at all. Now on the way back, we got a couple of cheeseburgers and stuff, and the price of cheeseburgers. Then we got six cheeseburgers just to have. In, when I was driving, I used to keep a bag of cheeseburgers down on, you know, on the floor, keep them warm. So if I want a snack, you know, it's there. I mean, if you're a driver, you kind of get what I'm getting at, maybe. That was a long time ago. But uh, so kind of did that. And uh, six cheeseburgers over almost $14. The dollar cheeseburger is a thing of the past. I, I, obviously, you're thinking, man, Mike, you don't get out much. <laughs> Not to McDonald's, I don't. But anyway, back to uh, 
So in Starbucks, I don't know. I, you know, I, it's just kind of, uh, I don't know why people do that. Do you think they do it because they think they're going to get a windfall, get rich real quick? Anyway, Starbucks fall lineup will arrive in stores on August 30th. Yeah, if you like the pumpkin spice latte. It won't be long. August 30th, eight days from now. Hey, folks, it's still summer. we got another month of summer left. <laughs> Let's not push it. I'm a big summer fan. Got to take the boat out the other day, finally. Cooled off around here. Would have liked to have taken it out Saturday, but uh, took it out Friday a little bit. Yesterday, it pretty much rained. And... Uh, supposed to rain today too but at least the temperatures are cooling off i am all for that all right what else is going on yeah you hear about this down in florida the possum everyone's back to school now including a wandering possum that took up residence in the restroom of the florida elementary the county sheriff's office joked on facebook that the school's resource deputy was informed of the uh, possum, the intruder on campus, who declared the girls' restroom a wildlife zone. <laughs> I don't know if there's any pun supposed to be there or not. I hope not. This is an elementary school. Anyway, the restroom was blocked off with crime scene tape until uh, personnel with the uh, Wild Florida Rescue retrieved the possum. <clears throat> the wildlife zone, that was part of the article. That uh, the story was taken from that we're talking about. All right, get this. Uh, there was a movie I watched I don't remember what it was, but it was a while back. I say a while back, the last couple of months. And it was kind of, and that the, the movie I watched was based on a real-life deal. But anyway, a 20-year-old made $110 million on Bed Bath & Beyond stock. This 20-year-old, he's a USC math and economics student, did a little stock trading over the summer. Banked about $110 million for his trouble. He made the mind-boggling profit solely from his purchase and subsequent sale of Bed Bath & Beyond stock. Okay, he made $110 million, but his initial outlay of $25 million. And you may be going, how did a 20-year-old have $25 million to invest in stock? Well, it was raised through family and friends, of course. I mean, if I need $25 million, who are you going to go to? Family and friends. <laughs> anyway, I got the $25 million, uh, sold it for $130 million last week, and uh, he's headed back to class. He bought 5 million shares of the company in July. When it was going for $5.50 per share, he uh, sold his stake a week ago tomorrow when it was up to $28 per share. Uh, uh two. So why go to college? <laughs> I mean, you're, you've got a fortune now. You can retire, do what you... Anyway, it is what it is. Keeps you from being bored and getting in trouble, I guess. 
All right, anything else? Oh, if it's your birthday, happy birthday to you. You're in pretty good company. Storm and Norman was born on this day back in 1934. Uh, Rhoda from uh, Mary Tyler Moore Show, born on this day back in 1939. Bill Parcells, uh, coach of the Giants, Patriots, Jets, Cowboys. He's having a birthday today. He's 81. Can you believe that? Seems like just yesterday I was at a Dallas Cowboy-Washington Redskins game watching him coach the Cowboys. 1947, Cindy Williams, born on this date. And TV chef Giada De Laurentiis, next Food Network star. You've seen her on the Food Network. 52 today, born in 1970. This day in history, if you are wondering, yes, eight witches or accused witches were executed up in Salem, Mass. This day back in 1985, 21 workers at Mount Vernon, New York printing plant won a whopping $41 million in the lottery. Later with Bob Costas, debuted on NBC back in 1988. This day back in 99, Hurricane Brett hits the uh, Texas Gulf, Gulf Coast. And just 22 years ago today, Publishers Clearinghouse agreed to pay 18 million to do 18 million bucks to 24 states to settle allegations it used deceptive promotions in its mailings wonder who got that money I, I bet the people that the uh, deceptive mailings were sent to didn't anyway it is what it is right all right that's going to uh, wrap it up for today's podcast again thank you for your patience and indulgence and in, uh, giving us last week giving us a pass on last week for those of you who know the details and have reached out thank you very much it is very much appreciated it's been a pretty sad time around our household and i'm sure it will continue to be for quite some time but anyway it's going to wrap it up for today oh today's impossible question a study found we do this almost 29,000 times a day. What is it? Blink. We blink. All right, be looking for our next podcast, FBTV Podcast. I'm thinking Thursday, there'll be another one drops this week. You'll know when I know. Hey, go have a great Monday. Unless, of course, you've made other plans. We'll see you. <laughs>